You are listening to a sermon from Emmaus Church LCMS. For more information, please go to www.emmauspasco.org. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. What on earth can this mean? It is a promise of Jesus, a sure and certain word of God. But taken in a simplistic and straightforward way, it does seem to be false. Does Jesus really mean that we can ask anything in his name and God will do it? Could you ask him to give you a million bucks? Could you ask him to cure your diseases, please? Could you ask him to fix troubled family relationships, please? Can you ask him to give faith to your loved ones or children, and simply because you use the words in Jesus' name, he will do it? Dare we test the formula and see if it works? This promise brings us face to face with the mystery of Christian prayer. God commands us to pray and to do so in Jesus' name. And he attaches a promise so wonderfully clear and direct that it seems unbelievable. But you'll forgive me, I hope, for making a few assumptions. First, I'm going to assume that Jesus is not telling a lie. This is Easter, and after all, we are all celebrating the fact that God raised Jesus from the dead. And God tends to avoid raising from the dead people who lie to him. Second, I'm going to assume that John, the author of this gospel, is not an idiot. For for if this promise is as false as a simplistic reading suggests, John would have been dumb to include it in his gospel. He wrote it to help people believe in Jesus, not to show Jesus making obviously false promises. So if we assume both that Jesus is not lying and that John knew this promise not to be false, what can it mean to pray in Jesus' name? Praying in Jesus' name is not about a formula as though all prayers must henceforth end with the words in Jesus' name. To be legitimate, no prayer in Jesus' name is prayer that aligns with what Jesus' name stands for, God's kingdom of grace and forgiveness. We cannot pray in Jesus' name for ungodly things. We cannot pray against our enemies in the name of the one who called us to love our enemies. We cannot pray for selfish gain in the name of him who called us to give up everything to follow him. So prayer in Jesus' name is praying like Jesus would pray. So how did Jesus pray? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When Jesus prayed, when he taught his disciples to pray, it was the prayer of a child to a father. The prayer of one who did not know or fully align with God's will, asking that nevertheless God's will be done. How does Jesus pray in Gethsemane? On the eve of his death, not my will, but your will be done. Prayer in Jesus' name acknowledges our limited knowledge of God's will, and this shapes what the desired outcome of prayer in Jesus' name is. And what is that? That our joy may be full. St. Augustine writes, he says, Ask and you will receive in my name. But for what? Not for nothing. But ask that your joy may be full. That is, ask what can finally and ultimately satisfy you. Sometimes, Augustine says, you ask for nothing, you lower the bucket of greed into the well, you pull something up to drink, and you will again be thirsty. 
Ask so that your joy may be full, so you may be permanently satisfied, not just so as to enjoy yourselves for a time. This, of course, means that the things for which we ask may not turn out to be the things that ultimately complete our joy. But when we seek first the kingdom of God, when we entrust ourselves to the will of the Heavenly Father who made us, and, who be, and because he made us knows truly what would complete our joy, then we pray in Jesus' name. That means trusting him. So prayer in Jesus' name is prayer in faith. It is not a mechanical magic formula for coercing the powers of the universe to bend to our will, but a personal address to a creator God who has called you as his child and whom you therefore address as your father. Now, Pastor Nathan, who wrote this sermon, um, said that he was once talking with someone, and when she heard that he was a pastor, she expressed her thoughts about church and religion. She said, you know, I think if you believe in God and you pray, you are going to be okay. I did not follow up, but I wanted to ask, how do you know that God hears your prayer? Americans tend to assume that God hears all prayers just because. It seems strange and offensive to suggest that God might not listen to such admirable prayers as ours. What God wouldn't listen to us? How could God pass up on the honor of a few minutes of my attention each day? This was not always so. In the days of the Reformation, the assumption was quite the opposite. People had intense anxiety that God would not listen to their prayers because of how sinful they were. So they prayed to other less sinful people, called saints, to speak to God on their behalf. Martin Luther rejected this practice as missing the entire point of prayer. For it, for it bases our prayers on our, on our worthiness rather than on Jesus' promise. But to pray in Jesus' name is to pray on the basis of his promise, not to the basis of our worthiness. So to pray in Jesus' name is to address God with confidence that he hears and listens for Jesus' sake in spite of our unworthiness. Confidence that your prayer will be heard, not just because, not because you are awesome, not because it used the right uh, wording, not even because it reflected pure and spotless motives, but, prayer, but because prayer in Jesus' name is nothing other than the prayer of Jesus himself. For here is a deep mystery to prayer. Prayer in Jesus' name is to, pray in, is to pray in Jesus' own person. In Scripture, the name of God is not just a thing that is spoken. It is the very conduit of God's power and presence. To, to use Jesus' name in faith is to be identified with him. It is to be united to Jesus and his person. Paul describes salvation in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, by saying, you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. This is why you are baptized, as Jesus himself says, into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, because God's name conveys his authority and presence. When Jesus sends out the disciples to heal the sick and cast out demons, they do so in Jesus' name. At the, end of John's, <coughs> excuse me, at the end of John's gospel, he says that the whole purpose he wrote it was that you may believe, and by believing have life in Jesus' name. To be named with the name of Christ is to be united to his authority, power, and presence. So when we gather as the church, we are gathering in the name of Jesus, 
under our baptismal identity as God's people. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 that when we gather in the name of Jesus, his very power is present with us as his baptized people. We are the body of Christ of which Jesus is the head. The church gathered in Jesus' name prays as his body. So when the church addresses the Father in prayer, it does so with Christ's own mouth. Our prayers are Jesus' prayers, and they are heard and received by God because Jesus loved God. And because we are united with him in faith, the Father loves us and hears our prayers. That is what Jesus says in verse 27. The Father himself loves you because you love me and have believed that I came from God. When you pray as an individual at home, you are in truth praying in Christ. And thus you are praying as one with all who pray in Christ. You are never praying alone because you are praying as the body of Christ, the Son of God. And all of this means that when you pray in Jesus' name, your prayers are nothing less than God's own prayers. They are the prayers of the Son to the Father in the Holy Spirit. St. Paul marvels at this truth in Romans 8 as he reflects on his own ineptitude in prayer. He writes, we do not know what to pray for as we ought. We do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. Prayer in Jesus' name is not a particular set of words, but the prayer of the God Spirit who lives in our faith. It is the address of God to God the deep calling to deep, the spirit of the son crying out to his father. This means that in prayer, in Jesus' name, God puts his character and identity on the line. For in Jesus Christ, God identifies himself as the God who from all eternity hears the prayers of his people. He is no timelessly immovable abstraction incapable of hearing and receiving mere human prayers. He is the God who in his freedom has united himself to humankind and bound himself to us that by faith we pray in his name as the body of his son. To pray in Jesus' name then is to pray in and as the person of Christ. It is to pray as Jesus would pray following his example. It is to pray in the glad confidence of faith, trusting the sure promise of God. And it is to pray as the body of Christ, as those in whom the Spirit God prays, and who are heard and received as the prayers of God himself. This has been a message from Emmaus Church LCMS. We thank you for listening and invite you to find out more by visiting our website at www.emmauspasco.org. That's www.emmauspasco.org.